I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to pop in and let you know that Design 2022 is open for registration right now. This is the ultimate annual planning event for all female business owners. And chances are, if you're hearing this, you've probably participated in a design before. And if you haven't, you are in for a major treat. This training that I do is so good that my paying clients still sign up for it year after year. So here's what we do. I create a pop-up Facebook group and send you a little bit of work, a little bit of worksheets to do every day. And then we all come together once a day for five days straight. And I go live in this group for teaching and guiding you through that day's work and a lot of coaching. This is going to equip you with both your goal for 2022 and your very clear plan for how to create it. If you are somebody who has maybe tried goals and tried planning before and it hasn't really worked out for you, it is because you don't have the tools that I teach in this training. These are the things that are going to shift everything for you in your business. And I have countless students who started with design, completely changed their relationship with goals and their business, and then have continued on to work with me and made tons of money. So I really encourage you to sign up for this free five-day event. Like I said, it's completely free. You have no reason not to sign up. So go to 2022.samanthasiffring.com and register now. This is happening from December 6th through 10th, so it's coming up soon. Make sure you are there. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I have a fun topic today. I think this is a topic that's maybe going to surprise a lot of you. It doesn't really seem like the typical business coaching topic, but I think it's actually a really important topic, and that is taking time away from your business. I know, right? Like a lot of you probably already have your mind blown right now because you're like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, a lot of us think that we can't take time off of our business. And so I want to just kill that idea right now and inspire all of you to unplug and to do it now. There is kind of this idea out there that at the beginning of your business, you have to be hustling and all in and going out at all the time and that magically, In the future, there's going to be a time where you can rest and take time off and it's going to be amazing. And here's the deal. That time isn't going to come. There's not going to come a time where you magically are ready to take time away from your business. No matter where you are, revenue-wise, team-wise, all of it, 
You have to make an intentional choice to take time away. I have friends, I have peers at the million, multi-million dollar levels who struggle to ever take time away to not be working and not be thinking about work, okay? So let's talk about it because all of you need to be practicing this, doing this now. You need to start early. You need to start from the beginning, having clear boundaries between work and not work, which means taking time fully away from the business. So here's what this looks like for me. I've just always been somebody who has had a lot on my plate. I just really love that and Now that I know that I have ADHD, I'm like, oh yeah, overcommitting, that's part of it. So I have been an overcommitter for sure, and I just love having lots of different things going on. Like I'm not really the kind of person who really wants to go super deep on just like one thing in my life. I like having different things so my brain is shifting gears. So I have always had multiple things. Like I have kids, I have my business, I have my relationship, I have friendships. And I also have a very active, thriving volunteer life. I am a big volunteer. I always have been. I have always looked for ways to do good, to give back. It is really important to me. And I've always done that with my time. That's just been the kind of person I am. I love doing that. So I take on pretty involved volunteer positions. I've been on multiple different board of directors and taken some pretty big roles. And I even have one right now. And the one that I'm doing right now requires travel sometimes. Actually, it requires travel more than any volunteer role I've had so far. And so I've actually had to like take at least a week off from my business so far in this role and had to reschedule things, had to have people cover calls for me, that kind of thing, so I could go and do this volunteer role. I also am huge into resting. This is something that's pretty new for me. I've been intentionally learning to rest for the past couple of years, I would say. And initially, I felt like I was just trying to keep myself busy all the time. And I think a lot of you can relate to this. I was raised with this idea that you don't want to be lazy and that it's really important to be productive all the time. It's really important to be a hard worker. It's really important to be working and doing so much for other people and not really doing anything for yourself. I know probably all of you were also raised with those kinds of stories to varying degrees. So since I have realized that rest is actually super important, and if I'm not resting, I'm not going to help anybody because I'm going to burn out and I'm going to get sick and all of that. So since I've been intentionally working on this, 
I rest way more. I work way less. I actually have been trimming down on the volunteer stuff as well. I have just been having more fun in general and being less productive during my downtime. So I don't even have a hobby during that time where I'm like creating something. I feel like that was like a gateway for me. Like I had like these creative hobbies where I was like producing and now I just don't even produce during my downtime. I'm reading books, I'm watching TV, I'm just laying around. I'm not doing anything productive, useful besides resting for the sake of resting. And it feels so good. And I can tell you, I haven't gotten sick in a really long time. So I think that there's something there to that. I have traveled a bunch and been out in the world. It's not just that it's been a pandemic and I haven't had any germs around me. I have. And I feel like resting is part of my secret. So I really want to encourage you to do other things. Have a life outside of your business, which includes rest. I want you to throw away the story that you have to hustle to be successful. I want you to throw away the idea that you have to work really hard to be successful because value is how you are successful. The value you put out into the world. And that's not quantified by hours worked. It's quantified by other people finding it valuable. And I want you to really remember, that's where your money is made. The value you give to other people you put out into the world. That value is what people are paying for. They're not paying for your time. If effort, if amount of time is why people made money, things would be very different in this world. I can tell you that. So here's why you really should take some time away from your business. You truly need rest and rejuvenation. So if we're thinking about the value that you put out into the world, that's how you make your money. The value you put into the world, it comes from your brain. The thoughts you think, the things you create inside your brain and then you create into the world, put out for all the people to take in and enjoy. It takes a lot of brain power to create something that's really valuable. This is something that I've noticed as my business has shifted away from lots of one-on-one clients. And now I have, instead of lots of one-on-one clients, I have two calls a week, one for Mama to CEO and one for Simple Scaling Mastermind. I work with my clients on those two calls a week instead of like 20 one-on-one calls a week, which is what I used to do like a year and a half ago. That's what I was doing. So now I've shifted into these two calls and I also create a lot of value. So I'm making these podcasts. I am creating curriculum for my students in my program. I am creating emails and social media posts and all these different things, creating so much value. 
Very recently, I created all the training that I'm going to do at the next Simple Scaling Mastermind live event, which by the time you're listening to this, I will have already done it, but I did it about a month in advance, created all of that that I'm going to teach them. So this kind of thing, right? This is a lot of work, a lot of mental work to create this value, to really be thinking about my clients, thinking about how I can help them get the results they want faster and faster, right? So that type of work requires a fresh brain. It requires a creative brain, not a depleted brain. So if we think about, if I were like working in a factory, screwing, you know, chairs into a F-150 or something, (laughs) this is a weird example. If I was like a factory worker assembling trucks, right? I would not need that much brain power. I would not need that much creativity. In fact, I would probably need to suppress my creativity. They do not want you getting creative when you are on an assembly line. I'm pretty sure they want you to be not creative at all. It's like, just do the one thing that we told you to do. Thank you. So I wouldn't really need to be thinking all that much. Actually, if I was working on an assembly line, I would really hope that I would be able to listen to podcasts while I was working because I would get very bored and I would need distraction. So if I had that kind of career, that kind of job, I wouldn't need a lot of creativity, right? I could just be there. I could clock in. I could exchange those hours for dollars and that would be that. But with the business that I have, the way that I make money is coming up with value that you can't get anywhere else. Coming up with concepts and teaching that is really unique to me. That is how I stand out as a coach. And this concept of differentiating yourself in the marketplace amongst your peers and the people who are doing similar things to you, this is something that I teach in Simple Scaling Mastermind. It is absolutely essential for you to differentiate yourself as you are scaling. That is one of the keys that you must have when you're scaling your business. And that kind of thinking That kind of creativity to be able to differentiate yourself at that level requires a fresh, rested brain. It requires you to take time away. And something that I think is really my secret advantage is spending time, not just resting, which of course is amazing, but spending time putting my brain on other things, putting my brain on things that are not my business, putting my brain into TV shows. (laughs) I know, it's crazy, but I've come up with so many good analogies from TV that I've watched. Putting my brain into books that I'm reading. And I just wanna give permission, like I pretty much only read fiction. Every once in a while, I will read a business book or a nonfiction book, but I read multiple books a month, like, I don't know, five or more books a month, and they're all fiction. Okay, so I want to just like normalize reading fluffy fiction and watching trashy or whatever you like TV shows. If you don't like trashy, don't watch it, but watch what you like, read what you like. Okay, it's really good for your brain. I think exposing my brain to those kinds of things 
that delight my brain, I think it's so good for me. I think it just makes my brain grow and feel so healthy. And yes, that is a thought that I choose to have. Lots of people think, oh, that's rotting your brain. I think it is growing my brain and making it stronger and more creative. I also think putting your brain into things that are completely different from your business is so helpful. So like I said, I have a current volunteer role. And in that, I get to think a lot about sales and marketing, but for something that is very different than my business. And I always see so many interesting parallels and I feel like a subject matter expert in business and sales and marketing. And I also get ideas that I can bring into my business from my experience over there. In one of my volunteer roles, I was the treasurer for a $7 million budget for an organization. And that was such a huge boost to my self-concept. That really, I think, was part of what helped me to believe that I could have a multi-million dollar business. I think that it really got me thinking at that scale. I think it really got me seeing myself at that scale. I learned so much in that volunteer role because I also oversaw some employees. I was a volunteer, but I was kind of like a manager to some employees. And I would do the review. I fired someone one time. I was part of a hiring process. I learned so much that I actually now teach in my mastermind. Like I have a whole hiring process that I teach. I teach management, communication, how to become a manager, how to run meetings, all of those things. And I teach how to fire because I've seen it done in some not great ways. And of course, it's never something that feels amazing, but it is something that is necessary and it can be done poorly and it can be done better. So I have learned so much that was applicable to my business and applicable to my clients and made me so strong in those areas because when I came to do that in my business, it wasn't the first time I had ever done it. And of course, it doesn't make me perfect. None of us are perfect to anything, but it made me already have some of those things in my toolbox and in my self-concept, the way that I see myself. So I hope I'm selling you on volunteering. I seriously think that it is such a great thing to do. Of course, some of you, your lives are too full. Don't stress yourself about volunteering, but it's something I've always made time for because I get so much out of it. I feel so filled up by it. My skill set, like I said, and my self-concept and confidence thoughts about myself get so filled up as well. And I feel like I bring so much into my business from those things. So highly, highly recommend. I feel like this has been like a whole tangent where I've been selling you on volunteering, but I just really want to give you ideas of other things that you can spend your time on and your mind on instead of your business. I think that we really have this idea that we have to work so much in our business, so much time, so much hard work. And I want to tell you all, you really don't have to spend as much time on your business as you think you do. A lot of you, the time you're spending on your business is really mismanaged stuff. Like a lot of you are spending time like consuming content 
and calling that work time. You are spending time scrolling and calling that work time. Like neither of those are work, okay? Be really honest about like, what is my work? What am I creating during this time? What am I contributing to during this time? Your work time, not your rest time. Rest time, I don't want you really creating anything, right? We don't have to be productive all the time. But during your work time, I want you to be really clear on what am I doing right now and why am I doing it? Like those questions right there are going to help you so much with how you spend your work time. I also want you to challenge this idea that you have to work hard. I was observing someone else recently in their business and noticed that they have this thought that they have to work really hard. And then the thing that they do when they're thinking that is invent more work and mismanage their time so that they are just like filling up the time. So they aren't being really intentional with how they use their time. So there's like a lot of bulk of time, which makes them feel like they're working really hard. And they're also just like creating more work all the time instead of just like taking a break. I was coaching a client recently and she really wants to only work a certain number of hours and she was afraid it wasn't enough to hit her goal. And I challenged her to just make it work, to figure out how to make it work. And of course, we're going to work on that together. I'm going to help her through that. But first, she needs to get to this place where she sees it as possible. So I was really challenging her to get to this place where she sees it as possible. And she was like, well, what about on the weeks where like things go really smoothly and I have extra time that I could be using to my business? And she was saying like normally she will like be happy that that time is available because she has been thinking that she needs to work more time. And I told her to just like lay down and read a book during that time. And I think her mind was blown. And this is going to be hard for her. Like when that comes up and she actually does have to lay down and read a book, like she's probably going to be really stressing out a lot about that. And that's okay. It's hard to learn to rest and that's fine. Okay. I think it's okay for you to feel like it's hard to rest. That's not a problem. You will learn how to do it. It is a skill you will develop. But I found it really interesting that like her first inclination with this extra time was like, well, I'll just like invent some work to do. So I really encourage you to just like enjoy your extra time. There have been some times that I have been sitting at my desk in my business and working, you know, getting things done, recording the podcasts, writing the emails, that kind of thing. And then I get the things done for the day that I thought I wanted to get done. And then a lot of times this happens and it's like two to three in the afternoon. And then I have this thought like, oh my gosh, I could just go lay down. (laughs) I could go lay down and like watch a show or read my book. And I've started doing that more and more. Like sometimes I think, you know what? I'm going to set my future self up for success. I'm going to over deliver for future me. I'm going to write a bit more. I'm going to record an extra podcast, whatever. And that's great. But like a lot of the time I will just go rest. And I really want to encourage you that you can just do that. You also don't have to like go and like play with your kids and entertain them. They can entertain themselves. (laughs) I remember when I was a kid, I was like, please, will the adults just leave the room so that I can just play my toys without an audience? Thank you. 
And it was because like I didn't have parents who played with me. And maybe you feel sad hearing that, but I was not sad. And if you are not a player with your kids type parent, I want to just normalize and accept you because I see you and that is totally fine. Your kids can feel and experience your love without you getting on the floor and playing. And if you love to do that, you are amazing and I hope you enjoy it. Okay, let's see. What else did I want to say to you? I think the last thing that I really wanted to share with you is that you are not your business. Let that sink in. I think a lot of us have a hard time separating ourselves and our business, and I want you to get really clear about where that line is and taking time to not be your business. So that means when you're having your non-work time, I want you to really challenge yourself to not think about work. This was one of the best things I did for myself at the very beginning of my business. I would say maybe like a year into my business, I was listening to a podcast and the person on it said to not think about your business during your non-work time. Like if you're not actively working your business right in that moment, don't think about your business. And it kind of blew my mind. It felt so hard to do, but I think a lot of you are hustling unnecessarily and unknowingly and working harder than you need to and getting more exhausted than you should because you're thinking about work when it's not time to be working. So I want you to be getting really conscious of when you're doing that and to stop doing that. It's going to be difficult and that's okay. You're going to catch yourself thinking about business when it's not business time all the time. And I want you to have a lot of self-compassion. Like, of course, my brain wants to think about business all the time. And also it's not business thinking time. And then redirect yourself back to literally anything else. All right, those are all the things I wanted to talk about. This felt a little bit all over the place, but I know that there was so many little gems in there. I hope you just grab the ones that you needed to hear this week and that you will take some time off. And I actually would love to hear about it. You know, I love hearing from you on Instagram. When you tag me on Instagram in anything, I am so excited and I share it. Like I am actually the one on my Instagram. I see your tags and I am the one sharing them. So I want to just appreciate all that you have shared with me over there and encourage you to talk about this episode. I want you to take a screenshot of it in your podcast player and post it in your stories and tell me at Samantha HMS, tell me what is the gem that you took from this episode? What's the thing you're going to implement? What's the thing that blew your mind? I want to hear all the things and I will share it. And then everyone can see the thing that you thought was the best gem. Okay. Have an amazing rest of your week. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. 
It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com, M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com.